Hi, this is Catherine, founder, promoter, and co-owner at Dark Matter, a DIY-inspired venue and community space in Nashville, Tennessee. On this episode of Dark Matter Radio, I'm going to be talking with Bliss Cortez, Nashville Story Slam producer and saver of trash plants, their mutual aid project. We break down what the moth is all about and how you can tune in along with a few plant rescue tips. It's the top of the show, so let's get started with Fetish by Peachy.
was Mannequin Pussy with Anything off of the album Romantic. We had Yukons from Atlanta with Red Flag. Before that was Isle by Marbled Eye off of their Leisure LP. And we started everything off with Fetish by Peachy. Right now, we sit down with Bliss and talk about their time with the moth. But yeah, um, I just, I really wanted to, you know, again, you know, just start this off. Thank you so much for uh, sitting down with me to, to chat. So, um, as I was saying, I've, you know, done a little research uh, before starting this call and I was reading up on the moth. So I think we'll start there maybe just because yeah. that's, uh, I know that's like a, one of the, you know, one of the important things I see you doing in the community. And I see that it was started by a, like a small group of friends swapping stories. Um, but that's now mm-hmm. grown into an international spoken word community. Can you just, um, yeah. just tell me a little bit about the organization, how you became you know, involved and things like that. Absolutely. So the moth is, it's, it's incredible. It, it, it has been around for a long time now. If I remember correctly, it's been about 30 years or so. Okay, yeah. And yeah, it just started out with a group of friends. And yeah, now there are shows in, you know, all, all different states, multiple cities all over the world. They have a podcast. There's a couple books. You know, they have yeah. just such a wide audience and for a really long time and also it was played on NPR too so of course like yeah. there's a there's a following you know yeah exactly <laughs> so for me I it kind of I feel like the moth was one of those those things in my life that like I would hear like mentions of it I'd be mm-hmm. like ooh, what's that oh okay maybe I'll get okay I'll get back to that okay okay and then you know life and yeah. then you know, uh, I, I work at a bunch of, uh, quite a few different uh, art spaces here in Nashville and for a long time. And I was at Oz, which is on the west side of town. Yes. And amazing shows there. And I've been with them since they started it into the art space okay. that it is now. Because mm-hmm. it used to be a cigar warehouse. Yeah. And they got all the, they did all the things, got that switched over. And now it's a, a beautiful art space and there's been incredible shows. So there's like shows that you wouldn't see unless you were like in New York or in London and such like that. So yeah. I was, I was working at Oz and I've been with them for about seven, maybe eight years now. Mm-hmm. And one of the folks that I worked with was uh, running the, the events staff and she got a hold of me and she was like, "Bliss, I saw this thing. And I just feel like this is so you like, this is, this is you. And I was like, okay, well, let me check this out. And so, you know, I was looking through it and I was like, okay, the moth, let's see what this is about. Okay. NPR. All right. And then, so I was like, Hmm. So if it's got a long following, it's like NPR and it has a long standing podcast and everything. I wonder how much of that means that the audience is more, you know, white in like a, uh, like a, you know, yeah, yeah. The tending towards you know? the NPR older liberal crowd yeah so like so I was like okay so that's cool but also that is a lot of you know whiteness and also there's a lot of like you know performative white allyship and 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 that's you know I was like okay so they're from they have this audience that's cool they've had some really incredible storytellers they've done some wonderful things you know just because (laughs) I've been in Nashville for over a decade and being like obviously black as hell, Latinx, non-binary, queer over here. Like people are gonna like, I don't, <laughs> there's just, there's definitely parts of town where I don't really go over. Cause yeah. I'm like, oh, I feel like 
like I'm going to get arrested yeah, because yeah. all these white people staring at me or I'm getting followed anyway. So it's a whole thing. And so when I'm looking into a job, I really look into the history and who created it and who those friends were and, you know, having to prepare myself because, you know, not being a white person in Nashville makes it really difficult to know what I'm going to jump into, you know? That's, that's very true. <laughs> I was, I was along the lines, especially of employment, when you end up being in a situation and you're like, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, I didn't know that the managerial staff was like this. <laughs> and by that time you're deep, you're depending on that paycheck and yeah. then you're just like stuck in a corner and have to make that hard decision like all the fucking time. Yeah. And so, for me, I was like, okay, the moth, looking into this audience, looking into the history, doing all of the searches and be like, okay, cool. So then going into like applying for it, you know, mm-hmm. set my little cover letter, set my little resume. And then I was like, here's what I do. And, you know, at that time, I was working at a music label here in town that I was not feeling. Yeah. And very, very white. And so I was feeling really lonely at the time. So, like, I started a group on Facebook, a little Facebook group called uh, Cutie Pop Nashville. So doing the application, doing the setting and all my stuff and then explaining, like, you know, I, I have this group I've been working with for a while now. And oh, to this day, what are we, September 22nd, 2020? Like, yeah. I think this group has been around, like, four years. And it's still, like, such a huge part of my heart and what, like, really made me want to stay here. So, like... This is the shit I'm already doing. I have this group. We've been working together. We've been trying to do more community things and, like, gathering folks to really connect, whether you're introverted or extroverted. Explained all that with when I was applying. And then, you know, I did two sets of interviews. And that was really fun because I got to actually talk to more of the crew that were already producing shows for the Moth and Mm -hmm. being able to be like, look, I would love to do this. Like, I'm going to be immediately looking for other people. Like, the people who know about the Moth, they're going to know that it's in Nashville. Yeah. The people that I I want to know and make sure that are highlighted are, like, people that don't have the opportunity or a platform like that. So then, you know, explaining more of, like, why I wanted to do it. And, you know, I think they said they... This is, let's see, I've been with the Moth now for about three years. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, I think they said so they uh, interviewed about 40 people. Okay. In Nashville? And I, yeah, for the, yeah. For the Nashville uh, producer. And mm-hmm. then I was like, what did y'all pick me? <laughs> <laughs> so that being just like, just fucking thrilling because then I could set up these shows and they were, they're monthly. So being able to set up like a venue space and advertise and really push toward the like groups that I follow, like the groups that I follow, the groups that I'm in that are like, we have such fucking talented people in Nashville. I guess on, on that talking about uh, bringing people in, having them tell their stories. So the Mm -hmm. basis of the moth, it's uh, poetry, spoken word. Yeah. Had you previously had experience in that sort of, uh, in that genre of storytelling before? Not as much. So the moth does, it's like a five minute story and like every month there's a different theme. So Mm -hmm. people can just come up, you know, no props, no uh, things written down. You don't have to have it memorized, but more of more trying to remind people like the natural, like sharing of stories, you know? Mm -hmm. And so like before that, I didn't have as much experience putting on a show like that in particular, but I was working with like T-Pac and Oz yeah. and uh, a couple other spots around town and, and working on 
live shows. So I had experience in <clears throat> all of the behind the scenes type things. Yes. And, and all of it was very natural of what I was already working on and every aspect of like my interests in Nashville. So I felt like it flowed really well. And so for me, when I set up the shows, like I immediately was looking for black and brown humans, queer humans. And I was like, I want y'all here first. I want to see, you know, melanin up on the stage. Mm -hmm. So it's been really wonderful. Cause it's like, yes, we got melanin up here. You know, we got like, y'all tell your crew, come tell stories. I'm like, we can keep going out from there. And it's like, I, I really meant from like the core of it to like yeah. make sure that everyone uh, on the crew was, you know, someone who was going to be able to support. I also am like very stuck on wanting to make sure that the people that are in the show are actually being highlighted. Yeah. And so, I was going to actually ask about that. I was, you know, yeah. looking around on the website and I'm looking at the producers they have and they have so many and there's global producers. Mm-hmm. And so it's everywhere. And how much do you think that the moth is, is hands off with each individual cluster doing what they feel is good for their community that they're trying to grow? Do, do they have a lot of say over a lot of mm-hmm. things? Or, you know, because like you were saying, you want to highlight those people who are generally marginalized, disenfranchised, mm-hmm. those voices. Do you think that that's a strong need from the moth itself? Or does that come from within yourself? Because I know that the moth is there for to have people tell stories, like any kind of person mm-hmm. tell a story but I do know that you're you focus on the yeah the, the you know the voices that are unheard uh do you think that mostly comes from you or them um that is a combination but it's definitely a majority of me doing that mm-hmm. and me doing it on, on my like on my own time yeah because I I have like the different groups I can reach out to and the different folks that I can just like send the info to yeah. straight off and be like here you do this or like if you want to do this the space is for you or also like if you're a boy if if you're a cousin if you know if you know someone like here's this mm-hmm. and you know so I really I put in the extra hours hours to design banners to make sure that our hosts are the one that's on it and all the information and making sure that I have um making sure that I get some of that like B footage and like photos and stuff from like our videographer, which is uh, Finley by Basil. They, they, they've been able to be my videographer. I'm pretty sure since like the second month, so almost three years now. Okay. And they really hear me out when I'm just like, Hey, make sure to get like some extra shots, you know, it's melanated people, make sure that's balanced. And they're really fucking good at doing that. Yeah. You know, I don't, like, that's always the I, worst, uh, right? When an organization is like, oh, we're being open and inclusive. Look at all mm-hmm. of these people of color and different mm-hmm. sexualities and genders that we've had. But for some reason, the people on the brochure are still like, <laughs> you know, yeah. the most like 2.5 kids in the suburbs looking. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah, You're like, and you wait a that. second. <laughs> and it's like- Actually, I guess connecting with that to talking about struggles overcoming mm-hmm. right now, obviously, you know, we're dealing with the coronavirus and everything so no live events are happening right now Mm -hmm. um so i saw on the internet about some digital experiences happening um so what exactly are are you going to be up to soon uh dealing with the moth um what can we tune into yeah so we have our cool 
story slams now. So we've been doing it on Zoom. So it's I really like it because it also gives more, you know, of course, more accessibility. So people can like jump on and tell stories a little bit easier. And yeah. Especially introverted folks, like, you know, like being able to tell a story in the comfort of your home. And then like, if you want to jump back off camera, fucking do it. If you want to like call it a night, cool. Like if you want to curl up with your cat, fantastic. Me too. That's yeah. what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a lot less, uh, it, lot less know, pressure. Um, you know, yeah. as the, the stage fright level is going to go down, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, our next one is going to be October 6th. So that's again, going to be, uh, it's going to be on zoom and it's the, the virtual doors open at seven fifteen. Nice. starts at seven thirty. I really like this format because it kind of, it throws me back of like being able to like, you know, having those late, like I am in people like in the middle of the night. It it gives me those feels like being in the chat room and shit. And so like you can just pop on there and you're just like, hey, what's up? Here's me and my plants and here's my cat. And like, if you want to tell a story, jump on in here. And it it feels really cool. And, and, you know, I definitely get like Zoom fatigue. Mm-hmm. But I like this one because, you know, again, you're in your own space and then you can just pop off and, be, you know, call it a night. And also it, it, the way that it's set up and the way that, you know, the audience is and like the way that we put on the show, it definitely feels like, you know, it's okay if there's technical difficulties. I feel like that's a big thing people like are so panicked about. During yeah. Shows. Yeah. It's like, so, well, like, if there's a glitch, there's a glitch, everyone. <laughs> Right. right, right, and like I just remind people, I'm like, you know, technology is a thing. You know, it's okay, but the reason that, like, the same reason that we're having glitches is the same way that reason that we can connect. So it's fine. Yeah. Like me and Melissa are so good at just rolling with it, and we'll just sit and giggle for a second, wait for it to connect again, and we're like, all right, well, let's keep going. <laughs> you know. And how do you, um, how can people get involved? Like how do they just come to the, the Zoom and they can tell their stories? Is there a sign up? Like how exactly have you been working that out? Yeah. So if you go on the Moth and you look up, it's the Moth.org. You can go on there and you'll see, you can pull up like Nashville shows mm-hmm. and they'll take you to a link to Eventbrite. So we switched to Eventbrite so that you can also be able to sign up as a storyteller or to be in the audience. And then that way, if you're a storyteller, there's like a, I think like another line or so. And then, and then if you're not, then it just differentiates that for us. Okay. So you can just get tickets ahead of time and it's the, the same thing. And it's uh, everyone, if you get a ticket, it's, you know, for the household. Cause you know, we want you to hang out with the family. Yeah. So there's that. And yeah, you can just pop on the moth.org or if you want to see me laughing about things and posting about uh, shit too, and you're on Facebook I do still run. The only reason I'm really still on Facebook is for Beauty Path Nashville and for the Moth because I have like a a, a group for that. It's uh, the Moth in Nashville, and that's the Facebook group. And then I'll post the events and all the links and then give all the details and stuff. So depends on uh, how you want to receive the info. Also, you can follow me on uh, as Blissful Super on Instagram. I post all all the things that I do because. I, I I do the moth. I uh, run like a mutual aid group, and I do I do like workshops and all of the things. Yeah. <laughs>
You are listening to Type by Depression Breakfast, R.I.P. from their demo. Before that, we had Maze with Spread the Germicide from their tour tape uh, from 2019. Um, before that, we had a band, Donors, uh, with the song Top off of one of their self-titled releases. Um, before that was Seance by Raygun off of their recent self-titled release. And then we started off with Subhuman by Tuffy. Bliss and I dig deep on plant talks, so stick around. Just you just mentioned you were just talking about the mutual aid. I think that was that was I was that was literally my next question. I was gonna talk to you about the trash plants. Um, So your project with Bliss and the Trash Plants. Um, So you're repurposing plants, um, making some forever homes for those green friends of ours to create grocery and essential kits so Mm -hmm. what inspired you to go this route I guess I'm like a person who I guess is just so not a green thumb that I always anytime (laughs) somebody is super into plants I like ask them a bunch of questions (laughs) so I'm just like yeah just give me some uh, you know info on that (laughs) I was more inspired by it more because I really love love having greenery around me but Mm -hmm. the thing was is when I was like when I was going to get a plant, I'd be like, oh, it's a tree. It's like this little like treat for myself. And yeah, you have to do like the, the like talking yourself through it. Yeah, it's a treat for myself. And this plant is like this size and blah, blah, blah. So $30. Okay, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> and, you know, but I wasn't, I, I, I don't know, the way I've, I've thought about it more is like, it felt more like I was keeping the plant alive to like, save my money. Yeah. Then, like, because I wanted to enjoy the plant, like, it, like, the pressure shifted. And <laughs> like, now, like, oh, now I'm responsible for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no, like, you're, you're getting brown. My $30. <laughs> it's like, no, bitch, go water your plant. Go, yeah. like, light it. What the fuck are you doing? And <laughs> but, like, you know, like the society is so fucking focused on money that that that's you know the first thought you know these plants are you know it's not it's just they have the money and some you know them are getting paid like getting money from their parents you know all this shit all these resources i do not have yes it is me myself me yeah <laughs> like you know like and you know my cats aren't fucking making any money they never the make any money <laughs> So all of these things, I don't know, all of this ties together because it's me just being like, all right, how do I do these things that white people can do easily, but doing it without, like, losing all my money, you know? Yeah, exactly. I don't get paid enough. I don't get that white money. That is also like a a barrier, I guess. Well, it's like in my head, it's like, I'm really bad at plants, so... Well, that's just the beginning there. So I'm bad at plants. And then anytime I've ever actually been in any plants sections, just meandering through to smell the roses you know <laughs> you know i'm at the home depot let's go check out plants that i'm not gonna buy and i'm like gee like this is a they, this is an investment hobby which i didn't think would be the case since they're just you know things that grow outside so <laughs> That's low, right? i was like this exactly. goes outside i'm very confused right now <laughs> at these like 30 dollars exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it because like I wasn't wanting to be able, I couldn't do the things I wanted to do because I was like, these things just grow. Why do I have to give you $200 for this tree that I just want to curl up with my book with? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why are you like stopping me? Gatekeeping these motherfucking plants. Let me live. Let me- <laughs> <laughs> so then like, you know, I've worked so many different like 
customer service jobs and different like uh, sales and fucking uh, all the all the shit, all the things where white people bitch at me, and and I just listen and try to hear like the extra shit that they talk about and like see where I can like scoop up resources. You know, yeah. they're not they're not going to tell us. Yeah. <laughs> I just started, like, I just listening to conversations and talking to the, you know, the quote-unquote, the help, the people that, the vendors that were coming in to, like, work on places I was at. I was just uh-huh. like, well, you know, you know, there's so many different places to get plants in Nashville that people don't realize. And there's some that just, like, the, you know, there are some people that just use plants for, like, an event and then they throw them away. Yes. So, this I is true. No I, I have known people who have gone and done the like, you know, removal of plants from events. Mm-hmm. And it, unless yeah. you individually take those plants, they're just getting tossed. And I'm like, that is, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a significant waste. <laughs> right. You just pluck this like green life from the earth and then you just put it in a little pot or you put it in some water to die. And then you're like, cool. Yeah. You check that shit. Like, what the fuck? So, you know, just trying to figure out more of the places that wasted like that and Mm -hmm. then my ass would just jump into the goddamn dumpster which was really fun to be honest because like when i started it i was like re-watching all of buffy yeah and i was like yeah bitch i'm gonna jump this fucking dumpster backflip on out of it it's all good i saved but like jumping these dumpsters and pulling out these plants and like filling up my partner's car like they're a full-ass car with plants, like corn plants that go from the back to holding it in the front of the car. Yeah. And, like, full dumpsters full of snake plants. Like, right now while you're talking to me, I'm surrounded by, like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like, ten bunches of snake plants that are, like, three feet tall. Uh-huh. And, like, four or five, like, ZZ plants, super cute, leaning over, saying <laughs> hi. I got these tall-ass corn plants, the jerkanas, just, like leaning over me. It's so fucking great. And it's all shit that I found in the trash. I want everyone to have access, like be, have like plant joy to be accessible. So, you know, it all started with that. And meanwhile, I've like, you know, I, I worked on this a lot more this past year because of, you know, COVID and being quarantined and not having food and, you know, going days without food, you know, you start to, you start to put things together quick and, you know, Uh, and the, but over the years, you know, I was talking to different vendors and while I was getting my trash plants and talking to vendors about like local goods and vegetables and, and shit that I could start like just keeping a collection of, of that knowledge to be like, okay, so when we need this, we can start making this happen. Mm-hmm. And then like, cause my thing is like, you can't just pop up and just like put up a stance and be like, we're doing this thing. Like you have to have like sources and mm-hmm. continuous sources Especially when it when food's involved, because that is keeping a person alive. Yeah. So, whereas I was starting with like, you know, plant joy is really fucking lovely. It is getting people like encouraged to keep going and giving them something to like put some focus and love into. But it's not going to feed them, you know. But it's going to feed like their their feelings, their 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 love, and then from there, you know, I wanted to get that cool food in there too. Exactly. So, you know, so I was, I've was i been working for the past couple of years just trying to find the right people for that and trying to make sure that, um, you know, I can be able to be like, yes, I've been talking to this person for this long and I've tried every single thing that they've, that they've put in these kits 
and you know I'm reporting this like I am very transparent with my shit Mm -hmm. you're saying people can fill out the forums and everything um Mm -hmm. where can people find forms for either uh, volunteering if they want to be able to provide, you know, produce or any sort of food stuffs like that, or if people want to sign up to get the boxes, where would they go? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, depending on what your platform is, if you are on Facebook or Instagram, you can look up Bliss and the Trash Plants, mm-hmm. and you can go to the bio. There's a little link tree there, and that'll take you to the grocery kit. Uh, sign up when it's active mm-hmm. and then there is the volunteer one and then there's the plant interest which is always active because I I'm pulling from like what people want and then what I get and then I'm like okay cool here's this thing for now but the, you know those forms are still open okay so I have a form for uh volunteer work for needing a grocery kit and for uh getting some plants so um, it's all on there, so you can go on Instagram or Facebook, Bliss and the Trash Plants. If you want to stay more up to date, I would say Instagram, yeah. because it's, it's easier, and I don't like being on Facebook, yeah, but I, I mean, do update. Yeah. Yeah. I do update, though. Um, but it's all there, and all of that has the link tree on there, which mm-hmm. I have it all. I have the link tree organized by, like, what's most current, like, grocery kit-wise, and then info, and then, like, if you want to send a couple dollars for donation, there's a couple pay links there and then uh, more information on how to like contact me or, uh, and also like different resources to other places to check out too. One, two, three, four.
I guess just to try to put a nice little bow on the conversation that we've had. Mm -hmm. Uh, We talked about the moth. We talked about the plants. We've talked Mm -hmm. about the kits. But Mm -hmm. I do know that you are also involved in other creative endeavors. So do you have anything (laughs) else that you're currently working on? Like what's some self-care projects that you're working on? You know, what have you been listening Mm -hmm. to? What art have you been into? You know, just give me a little... You know, what's, oh what's, what's, this is you time. <laughs> what do I like? Yeah. <laughs> um, I fucking love anime. So I'm, I'm watching anime or playing like, you know, like Yu Hakusho, like with, on yeah. you with like my music and shit, um, with some classics. I see, what do I do? So I like to repot my plants. So I like to hang out and like watch something and, and do that or watch a lot of anime. But I'm working on these projects and just just enjoying some like cheesy stuff and trying to get myself to cook some more. I'm getting there. But That's the focus awesome. really it's it's hard. Yeah. It's but like the focus has really been trash plants because, you know, I didn't have food. I know my friends didn't have food. So I was like I'm putting like everything into this. Yeah. Cause, we gotta eat. <laughs> exactly. Right. We gotta eat. I think that's a <laughs> that is that's something that we could all all feel, all learn from. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have never had that experience of having to even think about that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to do any any sort of help right now, um, definitely mm-hmm. check out uh, Bliss's projects over at Bliss in the Trash Plants. Um, if you have anything to donate, if you want to donate your cash, that also is wonderful. <laughs> green for green. People need yes, to be me. able, you know, to, to make these things work, people do need to be able, you know, to also survive mm-hmm. while being able to help other people. <laughs> You know, yeah, a lot of people absolutely. forget. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. I just, um, I just really want to thank you so much for sitting down and talking with me. Um, so yeah. yeah, we'll definitely keep tuned on everything you're doing. I know we've been definitely trying to do some cross posting of different mutual aid efforts along with the, you know, like the free store and the fridges and, and what you're doing. So mm-hmm. we'll keep everybody informed on our Instagram and double posting on Facebook. That's how we use our Facebook. We just post whatever we post on Instagram. Right. We just post it on Facebook. And we're like, that's... <laughs> In the last segment, you heard Hash Redactor with the song Terry off of their demo tape from 2017. We had Patty with Animals, and we started off with M80 from their Apathy demo with the self-titled track. A huge thanks goes out to Bliss for popping in. Uh, To stay up with their mutual aid efforts, check out their Instagram, Bliss and the Trash Plants. Uh, Keep up with Dark Matter in the Nashville Free Store at Dark Matter Collective and Nashville Free Store on Instagram. And check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Dark Matter Collective. Thanks for listening and see you soon.